We are talking with uh, Jay Owenhouse. Now, Jay is the authentic illusionist. And Jim, we are so lucky because he is going to be in Madison at the Capitol Theater in the Overture Center this Friday night. One show, one show only. Hi, Jay. Hey, how are you guys doing? Oh, my gosh. We are so excited to have you coming to town. And we understand you have put together a brand new show. (laughs) I love the title, too, Jim. Dare to Believe. Ooh, I like it. Yee! The show is just a matter, just a matter of hours away for us here in Madison. Jay, we're excited about that. Yeah. So what what should we be daring to believe? How do you kind of describe the show when somebody asks you about it? Sort of like I guess I am right now. <laughs> you know what's fun about this show uh, for me personally is it's kind of a collection of my favorite things I've done in magic over the last twenty five years, and the reason uh, we call the show Dare to Believe. Is be, it, it's kind of a long story and kind of the short version of it <laughs> is, you know, is, you know, I, I've always been fascinated how kids at an early age just have this incredible um, just view on life. You know, if you talk to kindergartners and mm. first graders, it's like, you know, they, they believe that they can do anything. You ask them what they want to be when they grow up. You know, you ask them what kind of car they want to drive. I mean, they just believe in, in, in that everything is possible. And I think what happens is, you know, as we get a little older and we begin to grow up, we get a few alligator bites along the way. And <laughs> we kind of get, yeah. get a little more cynical, you know, and, and we realize that life really isn't that, that easy. And I think sometimes that uh, reality causes us to kind of give up on our dreams. And, and um, the show is, is really kind of about using magic as a metaphor to help inspire people that anything is possible. Mm-hmm. And, and and what we love about it is it, it really seems to be, um, you know, touching a lot of people and, and I think kind of inspiring them to, to realize that, you know, hey, you know, their dreams are, are within reach. And if they want them bad enough, you know, anything can happen. Oh, I love that. Wow. Now, you mentioned kids, which I think is so great. And if you don't mind, I want to ask you, your kids are part of your show, which I'm sure makes this really personal with the audience. Yeah, so uh, my four kids are involved in the show. We have a crew of 14 people. Oh, wow. My, wow. Four, my four kids are involved in the show. My oldest son, John, uh, who's 29, you know, he's busy with his own life. He's actually uh, going to uh, a degree in financial engineering and actually works uh, with the with the University of uh, Montana, MSU, and and doing research during the week. But he travels with us on the weekends. And then my next oldest son, Peter, is 27. He's actually a flight instructor. He teaches pilots during the week, but on the weekends he travels with the show. And then my next oldest, uh, Juliana, is 22. She works for me full time. And then my youngest, uh, uh, Christina is 14 she's going to be a freshman in high school and she uh is able to uh, go to school part-time and travel with us on the weekend so you know what i love about that not only spending time you know together with my family on the weekends because you know during the week we all we're all kind of busy and have our own lives yeah. and we come together on the weekend but i think it also you know inspires people to to see a family that that works together and and really enjoys working together and so we, we love that part of it, too. I love that. I that's really a, do. That's impressive. You know, you're traveling. Now, two of my, well, you have two of my favorite animals, I understand, oh. Jay. Bengal tigers, which I love. And you have two of them in your show. 
You know, we do. Uh, we have a, a private tiger sanctuary in Bozeman, Montana, where we live that I've had for 25 years. Wow. And it's been a, you know, it's been a, a passion of our family, but I guess before it was politically correct and before it was popular to, to really, uh, you know, really kind of spread awareness and really work hard to kind of preserve these animals uh, in the wild and the ones that are in captivity to really try to give them, uh, you know, a home that really dignifies them as a species. Um, that's why we only take our, you know, tigers out on the weekends. Um, you know, the two that we travel with in the show are really ambassadors for the species. They've, they've helped us, um, I think, you know, create a message that has, in return, uh, increased the tiger population by about 400 oh, in, the last, in the wild in the last five years. You know, what a lot of people don't realize is that in 1900, there was over 100,000 tigers in the wild. Today, there is less than 3,600. Hmm. Most experts believe that they will be extinct by 2022. Oh. And the sad thing is, it is a preventable uh, situation. I mean, it's complicated. It, it, you know, it has to do with vanishing habitat and, yeah. and poaching. Yep. We tend to we tend to focus on the poaching issue, and and that's why we've seen uh, an increase of about 400 in the last uh, you know four to five years. So we're excited about that. Well, thank you, because, yes, boy, I think Jim and I would agree that's really important. And um, the photos we've seen of your tigers are just gorgeous. Wow. And one of them, we understand, Jay, is a white female oh, what? Bengal tiger. Well, what's interesting is the two tigers that will appear uh, tonight in Madison mm-hmm. are they're actually twin sisters. One <laughs> is white. Uh, the other one is orange. And people ask me all the time, well, how can they be twin sisters if one is white and one is orange? And I actually uh, explained that during the show. Oh, cool. But what's, ama- what's amazing about our white tiger is, and, and people can go to our website at joonhouse.com and, and, uh, and read about this if they want to, but our white tiger in her sanctuary in February, um, we have several uh, high elevations in our sanctuary, and, you know, tigers love to get up high and, and um, you know, and, and kind of look over everything. And our white tiger was laying on top of the waterfall that goes into the swimming pool. It's a very kind of popular spot to kind of sun themselves. <laughs> and her sister jumped up to get a game going with her and kind of startled her and knocked her off the, the, um, the oh. waterfall. She fell 10 feet. Oh, no. Hit the, oh. Hit the side of the pool <gasps> and actually broke her femur. Oh, oh. no. So all the experts in the in the world on tigers said there's nothing you can do. You're going to have to put her down. Oh, well, we we couldn't even consider that as an option because she's part of our family. We've we've had her since she's 12 weeks old. Oh. Um, to make a long story short, and again, people can read about this on our website. We found the top uh, orthopedic veterinary surgeon in the in the country. We brought in the top human orthopedic surgeon. Um, out of LA, they were able to reconstruct her femur, uh, took two surgeries, and she is now back to 100%. Oh. It's something that uh, has never been done before uh, on a tiger anywhere in the world. Uh, a tiger, a full-grown tiger has never had uh, reconstructive femur surgery. Um, all the experts said it couldn't be done. One of the challenges is, it's very complicated, but one of the challenges is that people might not think about is, you know, if you have a dog surgery, 
how they'll put the big cone around their neck so they won't <laughs> irritate the wound. Yes. You've seen that, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> well, with, with tigers, you can't do that uh, because they would rip it off. Mm. The challenge is, is when a tiger wakes up from a surgery and they see stitches, oh. you know, they want to rip them out because they don't understand what they are. Right. Well, we were, we were able to train our white tiger, Shekinah. Uh, we were able to teach her that the, not not to uh, irritate those stitches. And and um, she was able to, to resist from doing that in two surgeries. And that's why, um, if you Google, it, you'll see that Shekinah has been called the Miracle Tiger because... Oh. She's the first and only tiger ever to, to you know, survive that incident and be uh, back. We just had x-rays done in June, and she has been verified that she's 100% healed and back to normal. And we're just, we just feel so thankful mm. that, that, that she was able to, you know, to, to survive that incident. And, you know, it's, it's just been a, a miracle. And people will see her at the show tonight. and. Oh. And, and see that, that she's completely restored. So there's a lot of reasons to go to this show. It sounds like wow. They're not riding in the car with you now, are they? <laughs> we know you're traveling. And my in cat, the back seat. Yeah, my cat never rode well in the car. So I, I hope you're. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a great part of the. How much? How much do you involve the audience in your show here? What should we expect, Jay? With how much? You no, know, that's what it, that's. People ask me all the time what I what I love most about this, doing the show. There's really three things. One is, you know, obviously sharing our, our tigers with people because it's a passion of our family, you know, and has been, you know, for over 20 years. The second is working with my kids on stage. Mm. Uh, I love I love uh, having them part of the show. They love doing it. And um, and then third is actually my my other favorite thing is is doing magic with people from the audience. <laughs> One thing I love about the show is is um you know we there's a lot of audience involvement i also go into the show into the audience and i actually will do impromptu magic so it's unplanned every night uh my son peter follows me with a with a remote uh video camera we'll borrow objects from people <laughs> do magic and it's projected up on a big screen tv every night is different and uh it, it's a lot of fun you never know what's going to happen i mean some nights it's spectacular and sometimes it's it, it's not because you never know, but it, it's a lot of fun. I love that it's just off the cuff, too, that you're doing it that way. You know, we had a local magician in the studio here, and it's hard to do magic on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Without the visual, Jim. Oh, my gosh. So tell us what um, you think as far as magic becoming maybe more popular again. It sure seems like it is with um, the movie, you know, the Now You See Me movie and some of the uh, mini series about Houdini, who everybody is curious about. What, what do you feel when you're out there? Is there popularity and curiosity about it? You know, I, I think it's, it's fascinating to me. You know, I've been in this business a long time. I've, <laughs> I've loved magic since I was, you know, a, a young child. And I, I think that I think that part of the reason magic is becoming so popular again is because I think people are kind of gravitating toward simpler things. You know, mm. we live in such a comp- complex society. I mean, you know, I mean, who would have ever thought? I know, you know, we both could probably agree that when we were young, we never would have imagined that we could carry this computer, you know, called a cell phone in our pockets that would access us to, you know, anything in the, any, any information we want. It's kind of funny because, um, you know, I, I've had to learn that 
even um, you know having dinner with my kids, um, I have to be careful what they what I say because they can so quickly fact check me on Google. You know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, so, yeah. So I think I think it's the fact that people are just looking for a, um, a simpler, more authentic experience, and that's one of the great things about a good you know, Magic Illusion shows, it kind of brings us back to that feeling of wonder um, that most of us haven't experienced since we were children. Wow. Jim, should we ask him about Houdini? I know Jim has kind of a fascination with Houdini as well. Oh, I've read books, Jay, and you know, the obvious Wisconsin connection to Houdini oh, man. is going to impress uh, a lot of people. Uh, you know, I love uh, one of, that's one of the things I love the most about uh, Wisconsin. You know, this will be our first time performing in in Madison, which I'm excited hey, about. Yeah, we, but we are too. <laughs> but we go we go through Madison. It's kind of funny because we do a lot of stuff in the east, and we live in Montana. Yeah. So we always we always stop in Madison. I, I can tell you if we had time, several of my favorite restaurants. But we've always <laughs> wanted to perform there. So, um, so this is exciting for us. But yeah, I mean. Um, you know, Houdini's history, you know, coming out of Appleton and, and, uh, you know, I, I've, I've had a true, you know, Houdini got me interested in magic because when I was a, a young boy, uh, my mom took me to the library and, you know, at that time, you know, all the books on magic were about Houdini. And so I guess somehow between being in sixth grade and then graduating from college, I'd read so much on Houdini that I guess I was considered an expert on Houdini. I was asked by you know, the Fox uh, family channel at the time to do a, a TV special on Houdini's greatest escapes. And we did that. And, and then ever since then, we decided to put a Houdini escape in every show. And it, it wasn't from the sense of trying to upstage Houdini because I don't think anybody could, but it's more out of a desire of wanting to recreate for an audience that feeling of what it would be like if you were alive in the 1920s and you saw Houdini do one of his great escapes. And so that's... Um, that's why we, we, you know, we do, we do an Houdini escape in every show. What we're going to do in Madison tonight, I'm really excited about. Um, it's actually Houdini's most iconic escape. It's the one that made him famous. It's the upside down straitjacket escape. Oh no! But we've, <laughs> but we've added an element of danger to it. More so danger? Allowed... How do you make that more no, danger? No. <laughs> wow. I don't know if I can take it. <laughs> what did you do? Oh. So I will I will be restrained in a in an authentic straitjacket, just like uh, the one Houdini used. But I'll be hung upside down, 15 feet over the stage, inside two 300-pound steel jaws that will be held open by a rope. The rope will be lit on fire. I'll have approximately um, two minutes to escape from the straitjacket <sighs> to jump to jump 15 feet to the stage before that rope burns through and these jaws come crashing closed. Um, it is very real. It's very dangerous. I've actually uh, been hurt four times doing this. Uh, oh, no. I, the last time I did it was two weeks ago in, in the state of Washington. Um, I actually dislocated my shoulder. Uh, and usually when that happens, I can pop it back in, but I, oh, I was, I, I was not able to get it back in. Mm. Um, so I had to, I had to get some assistance uh, on that, but, but I, I've, I've broken my ankle. Uh, I've, I've torn, uh, muscles in my neck, oh my. but you know, we've left it in the show for, 
for one more season just to give everyone a chance to see it. it. Wow. We do a we do a thing on social media where we let people pick the the Houdini escape that we do and and this one has uh hands down been the the most requested so we've decided to leave it in the show one more year or so. Wow. Well, we are lucky everyone in Madison in the area going to the show to be able to uh witness this one please be careful okay should i bring should i bring my chiropractor along if you were if you were in yakima i would have really appreciated it <laughs> wow that's very impressive i'm excited about this oh my gosh well once again for everyone listening we are um talking with jay owen house the authentic illusionist and uh we are so fortunate here in the madison area to have him at the Capitol Theater inside the Overture Center on Friday night. And Jim, you know what? One thing I want to ask, Jay, um, you know, you talked at the beginning, and I love that about the inspiration to young people to make them realize they can be or do whatever they want. Um, you said you've loved magic since you were six. So do you feel yeah. like you are living and doing everything that you've ever wanted? Living the dream, maybe, Jay. Yeah. The dream. You know, absolutely. My My two... I got to tell you a quick story. Oh, so, good. When I uh, when I was a young boy, you know, this is before there was cable TV. So uh, without cable TV and without the internet, um, what did we do for entertainment? <laughs> I know. How did we live? So I I, I used to play uh, in a, you know with 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 toys in in the living room. And yes. My parents had my parents had a picture of uh, a Bengal tiger on oh. uh, on their on their, you know, over the fireplace. And I used to play it. I used to, I used to stare at that picture of the Bengal tiger, you know, day in and day out. And I just developed this fascination for tigers. Mm. And I, you know, later I asked them, you know, why did you have that picture? Cause my parents, you know, you know, they weren't necessarily huge animal lovers by any sense. And they said, you know, the reason they got that picture is that it, it just matched their decor. Liked it. <laughs> oh gosh. But, but here's the interesting part. You know, every tiger, has has most people probably don't know this, but every tiger has a very unique look. All their stripes are like a fingerprint on a human. There's no there's no two tigers that have the same striping, you know. Oh, I did and not once know you, that. Once hmm. you, and so once you kind of understand that, you look at a tiger and you can see. You, you all of a sudden it, it comes out to you, and you can see how different each tiger looks. Wow. So years later, you know, when I when I you know uh, you know began to work with tigers and and, um, you know, and raised my own tigers and started the sanctuary. Um, I, I, had, I had worked with many tigers. But then when I got the two that, will, that people will see in Madison tonight, um, they're eight years old. They're, they're twin girls, as we talked about. Um, the, uh, I realized a couple years ago, here I'd, I'd had Sheena, our orange tiger, for, you know, five years at that time. And I have that painting hanging in my garage. That's no, my, uh, my my parents. And I talk about this on the website, and you can see the you can see the example I show you. That painting has the exact same. Sorry, sorry, it's emotional for me. Oh no, we understand. But it it has the exact same markings as Sheena. Wow. Okay, that, oh, wow. That's, that's amazing, Jamie. And that is not an illusion. That is the <laughs> truth. <laughs> that's a real oh thing. Gosh. Seriously, oh, I, I laugh, but that is incredible. It, it's, it, it, 
for for someone that knows tigers, it's yeah, an impossibility. Impossibility. It's like two people having the same fingerprint. Wow. So, but what? But what that? What that taught me? Yes. Was that? Was that? The power of what you of what you focus on. Um, you know, hear hear that hear that that painting had been etched in my in my mind ever since I was a child. Yeah. And yet, who would have known? You know that that forty years later. I would have that exact tiger that was on the painting. Wow. Um, I think we mentioned earlier that this show is going to be rare and special for a lot of reasons, but I, I think people will leave inspired and just feeling really good about themselves and and happy that they went. So, Jay, wow, thank you. I mean, thank you for taking time to talk with us, truly. It's really quite a story. We appreciate you, Jamie, and your love of, of animals oh. and the sense of wonder you bring back. Because you mentioned, as adults, we all do grow a little more cynical. So yes. to bring back that sense of wonder, is, is we appreciate that. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, thanks so much. We're, it's, uh, we're so excited about uh, performing in Madison. Like I said, we love <laughs> we love the community. We love it. Uh, it's, it's so rich in, in many ways, and, and we're, we're just, we feel honored to, to be there. Well, same same to you, and, and thank you for taking time to talk with us. And, Jim, I suppose we better let him get back on the road. Could, could, could <laughs> we you need make, you here in Madison. <laughs> can you make all the water disappear when you're here, Jim? Oh, We've had some floods this week. Yeah, so we, it's been, that's, what I, that's what I've heard. It's been tough, yeah. Well, good. Good thing you're going to be here because that will at least lighten the mood for a little while and, and make people forget about yeah their own troubles. Awesome, Jay. A family-friendly show and, and yep. a family uh, production with your whole, whole family there. That's awesome. awesome.